Yeah, it is amazing. As we get set for a trip to Atlanta, well, the Phillies, and we do as well. Hugh and I are heading down hey. tomorrow morning. We'll be at games one and two in Truist Park. All right, every Friday throughout the season, we have had the chance to talk to Scott Fransky. And I'm always excited for it, but really particularly excited for this one. As we get set for the rematch, I think everyone in baseball wants to see the Phillies and the Braves. Scott, how are you doing today? Scott. Is Hugh taking everybody out for breakfast or what? Hey, Scott, if you want to, hey, listen. That's Good what morning, I heard. Atlanta. Hey, Scott, I got some great breakfast places too, man. Just, hey, if you, you want to go, if you want to go, we, <laughs> we, we, we can make it happen. Spot. Yes, All I right. do. So, Scott, this is the question I have for you because on my television, the atmosphere – at the bank was bananas. How was it in person? Bananas. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it's it's really. I mean, I I don't go to many sporting events other than Phillies games, uh, obviously. Um, but it's just it's certainly unlike anywhere else in baseball, in my mind. Um, there's other places that are that are loud or whatever, but I don't know that there's anywhere that's like as intense or whatever. You know, I mean, I, I take a few innings off in the playoffs, and I actually the other night went down to see my son and my wife and my brother who were there at the game, and I, you know, just hang out with them for an inning. And um, the concourse is, like, wide open. There's nobody there because they're all in their seats. They're all watching the game. Um, so I, I just think it's an, a, an amazing place. Scott, I – Maybe you remember, I mean, you probably do better than, than I do and maybe our audience does. I don't remember the crowd being as central of a part of the story in the last great Phillies run. You know, from 07 to 11, they were great oh, crowds. Yeah. I mean, and they were, and it was sellouts, so it wasn't like people weren't there. But in the playoffs, I just, it was loud. I remember it being loud, but I don't remember it being part of the story the way it is now. What do you remember? Do you, do you sense that too? Yeah, I guess, I mean, I... I'd probably have to go back there to to really uh, fairly answer this question, but um, the way I see it now is that I don't remember those those teams back then being so in love with the crowd. The the way you know what I mean? It, like we talked about it all last October, sort of the the mutual love between team uh, and town and town and team right i mean it, it was it was a two-way street without a doubt um a lot of that started you know kind of with harper and, and and the way he was so vocal about his love of the fans here right and i think it's only grown since then whether it was you know all the trey turner standing ovation stuff or or, or whatever but I, I just don't think um i i don't remember it being as much of a two-way street back then. I mean, they, they, you know, the players made remarks about the fans and, oh, yeah, it's a great place to play and you, you'll see it and whatever. But I don't know that they were as, as, as vocal about it as this club. Scott, let's get into it. It starts tomorrow night in Atlanta, game number one, the Phillies and the Braves. When, when you think about this series and you think about the, the matchup here, like what, what to you stands out as the biggest thing that's going to decide this? You know, the, the days off, I think, give both pitching staffs a, a, head, a leg up, you know, potentially because you could run Strider out there twice. They could run Freed out there twice. Same thing with Phillies and Wheeler. So I'm not sure if that benefits one or the other. But if there's one thing in this series you think will, will go a long way in deciding it, what's on your mind right now? Uh, I mean, I, I always think these things start with starting pitching. Um, 
you know, last year, game one was definitely not a pitcher's duel. Um, but I, I just think uh, that if you're if you're the Phillies, you know you're the underdog. You're playing a team that won 104 games. You're playing a team that, you know, beat you eight out of 13 during the season. But you're also playing a team that you know you can swing with a lot of days. Um, I, I just think they're going to need to hit with runners in scoring position because they won't get many chances against Strider. Um, I think they're going to need to hit some long balls, to be honest with you. Um, because, again, stringing together hits is not that easy um, against you know the starters that they're going to run out there for potentially four games. Uh, so I, I just think they're going to need to hit some long balls. You would guess the Braves are um, because that's what they do. They did it at a record-setting pace, basically. And um, so I think you're going to have to – I don't mean match them punch for punch in the home run department, but you're going to have to hit some homers in order to score some runs, I think. Scott, Aaron Nola was really good against the Marlins. He was good in his last couple starts of regular season, including one down in Atlanta. What have you noticed that's different? And, and do you think, and I say this, I think we've all been wondering all year, can we officially say Aaron Nola's back? Because all year long it didn't feel like it was the Nola we've come to know for most of his career. Do you think Nola's back to being you know, typical Nola now? Well, he certainly looks like it. Uh, you know, he's, he's down with his stuff. He's he feels like his command's been better. Uh, you know, they made a little bit of a tweak, and it sounds kind of weird, but um, I know we, we talked about it a little bit the other night, but he got used to – he felt like his body was a little bit, you know, not uh, in line with the plate. and it, it turns out he was kind of looking at the third base side pitch timer, and that front shoulder is a little bit too far open because uh, he's kind of turned in an angle. He started, you know, just kind of – started earlier in the year and kind of became more of a habit and they've got him looking at the first base side pitch timer and it's closed his body up a little more towards the plate and uh, it seems like a ridiculous tweak but apparently it, they feel like it's had some some bearing uh and and some benefit for 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 Aaron so sometimes it's weird small things but um they're going to need him uh he's going to get game 3 obviously and that's going to be his one shot to shine in the series. So they're going to need him in a big way. We're talking to Scott Fransky or Fransky Fridays. The Phillies get ready for the National League Division Series against the Braves. Scott, I'm not sure if you heard the comparison. It was on the ESPN broadcast the other night. But, and maybe he's made it to you uh, in your conversation with him. But, but Rob Thompson compared... Oh, I was going to say, it's not about Jack, is it? It's not. This, this, okay. one, this one isn't. It, most are I, these I, days. I, I heard he got mentioned on the broadcast, too. Yes, so. he did. We can't tell him nothing now, Scott. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. He, he's, he's slumped over because his head's so big and heavy now. <laughs> he tried to come into the studio before you came on, and he just he didn't fit in here, so we told him to go he away. But, stand but, up straight. He can't. Scott, the other thing I heard, besides Jack's uh, well-earned shout-out, was Rob Thompson uh, told the ESPN guys he compared Orion Kirkering to Jabba Chamberlain. I'm sure you remember that. He was a phenom back like 15 years ago, and he came up yeah. in like a sub-.5 ERA. It, when I heard that, Scott, it made me think that he might be ready to unleash him because if he thinks he's that good, why not? And we saw him you know, get an inning under his belt against the Marlins. Do you think we're going to see Orion, as we move into this now against the Braves, pitch in a bigger spot pretty soon here? Uh, it's it's very very possible. Um, the thing about the Braves is they never they never quit coming at you. You know what I mean. So if you if you go to your you know let's say your big leverage right hander, let's say it's Jeff Hoffman in the sixth inning. 
you're probably going to have another spot maybe later in the seventh or the eighth. Um, maybe you've used Dominguez already. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you want Kirkering in there to give them a different look, a look they haven't seen. But I, I you know, I think getting him in the other night certainly helped. Um, you know, in terms of getting that first one under his belt and getting it out of the way. And, um, I, I mean, he's good. He is good, but he, you don't know until you know, right? You, if he goes to the mound at Truist Park tomorrow night in a big spot, it's going to be a totally different environment. All those fans are going to be cheering against him rather than for him. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I think it's another weapon that he's, um, he's confident in. But I still think there's a lot of trust right now with guys like Hoffman and, uh, and Dominguez in a set-up spot in the, in, from the right side. Scott, it doesn't matter for now. I'm just curious as we move forward with this baseball format. Do you think baseball should reseed the postseason? If they did, let's say, because you know, with six teams, it's kind of like the old NFL format with two buys. If they did reseed, it would be the Phillies and Dodgers. It would be the Diamondbacks and the Braves. Do, do you think this format is the correct one as we move forward? I don't know. I mean, I, I've heard from some Braves folks that don't like it. I'm sure. But is that is that just because this year it happens to be that that means they take on the Phillies? Um, I mean, if they were facing the Marlins, would they feel the same way? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I just think that they, um, you know, I, I don't know whether that's the right way to do it or not. I've kind of wondered if, if a three-game series in the first round is the right way to do it. It's really easy to lose two games in a row, right? I mean, and then your season's over. Um, so, I don't know. Do you Do you toy with the idea of shortening the regular season to expand the playoffs in terms of the, making the series longer? Or maybe fans really like the fact that it's three games and it can be over in a, in a heartbeat. Um, I don't know what fans prefer necessarily, but I, I'll tell you, it's, these short series are tough because, you know, it, it truly is anything can happen. I think seven games, you get a pretty good barometer of who's the be- who the better team is. You see everybody, you, you focus on the depth of the entire team a lot more, and you don't really do that in these short series, and especially a short series with extra off days. Yeah, there's certainly an urgency to it when it's shorter. But you're right. The longer, the, the better glimpse we get at who is better. And we're going to find out who's better over five. Phillies and the Braves. Scott, we'll be listening tomorrow night. I'll have my uh, my headphones in as I stand somewhere in Truist Park with my Phillies overalls on. Scott, enjoy it. And we'll be listening. And uh, we'll talk next week, hopefully, as we either get ready for game five or the Phillies have moved on. Are you going to do one flap down on your overalls? Yeah, I'm trying way? to get him to do it. He yeah. didn't do it the other day. I didn't do day. it the other day. But Hugh thinks yeah. I should. What do you yeah. think, Scott? Yeah, you should. Okay. All right, I'll do yeah, it. Without a doubt. I'm, I'm officially and, and, there. And and just go ahead and put the fanatic tattoo over the heart and, you know, put that flap down. Just 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 lean into it, Joe. At this point, <laughs> embrace it. Let's, let's embrace do it. it. All right, I'm all exactly. in. Scott, enjoy it, and uh, maybe we'll see you down in Atlanta. All right, sounds good, guys. There we go. Scott Fransky on a Fransky Friday talking about this series and – Boy, it, everything he said, it just, it, it just gets me even more excited. I'm at the point now where I expect this. 215-592-9494. We'll get back to all your phone calls here, your reaction to what Scott said, and do you now expect the Phillies to win the series? Is it more hope or expectation they're actually going to go do it? And we'll continue the discussion on the Eagles. I'm worried about this game and 
This Niners Cowboys thing, I mean, Hugh and I are totally right on this. It is better totally. for the it's better for the Eagles if the Niners win this game. Oh. Assuming the Niners lose this game and the Cowboys win. It is better for the Eagles this week if the Cowboys win and the <clears throat> Niners have a loss on the ledger. I mean, that's again, it's math. Also, we get back. When we all your calls, we'll ease drop a little bit here. Not on LA, because I don't think they care about the Rams. It's time to check in down in Atlanta. What are they saying right now? About this series, are they so we had sports radio ninety two nine the game, and I don't it is know why I get roped into that. They, Listen, yeah. I, I guess I like Scott said I got to lean into it, man. I was there, I was there for a while, so I guess I just have to lean into lean it. Good morning, in. Atlanta. Yeah, I got to right. lean into it. It's all coming up next. Sports Radio ninety four WIP snap and action this NFL season with Fanduel in partnership with Valley Forts Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get two hundred dollars of bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. That's two hundred dollars of bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. I really like the FanDuel app. It's so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.